is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 157. Good God, that makes me feel old of today's news tonight. I am your host for this episode, Steve Bowling. Welcome back. Happy Friday. As always, I am joined by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Ash Paulson in the upper left, Eric Bittner in the upper right. And who's this guy to my left? Well, I don't know. Who am I? Other than Dylan, a.k.a turn-based and and there's kind of oh, a fun he's story. looking like a pretty base guy there i don't know <laughs> he's looking pretty big oh. <laughs> but uh it's too early for that kind of wordplay man i know right it's too early in the uh, episode yeah <laughs> so uh so dylan thank you so much for coming on the show man it means a lot to me i'm i'm uh glad to be able to have you here for the very first time and as i understand it there's a pretty interesting story of how this collaboration came to be yeah, so I've actually only been streaming for about the last three weeks or so, and it happened on my third or fourth night of streaming Smash Brothers. Uh, Ash over here just happened to pop into my arena, and I recognized him, and I was like, wait, and it said Ash GVG on it, and I was like, no, is that is that Ash from GVG? I was like, no, it can't be. And I just started talking about you guys because I've been following you guys for years, and I was like, oh my gosh, these people are so great. If that's him, I'm going to shit a brick or something like that. <laughs> But then you ended up popping in my chat, and he's like, "Yes, I am Ash." I'm like, "Oh my god, it was crazy! It was just one of those like crazy moments." And uh, now here I am. <laughs> so, dude, yeah. I had you—you you put the biggest smile on my face. Seriously, you know, I just—I just figured I'd drop into a random stream, play Smash with some you know random people, have a good time. I, you know, I never drop into streams expecting or hoping people to be like, "Oh, that's Ash Paulson," or "That's Good Vibes Gaming." You just happened to do that, and it just warmed my heart so much. And I was like, dude, we got to get you on the show. That is so kind of you to, to say such nice things about us. I, I'm flattered that you know about us. Let's get you on TNT because we're just regular people who love games, love Smash, just like you. And it's it was just it's been such a true pleasure knowing you or you know getting to know you. And we've been rating your streams lately. It's just been I'm so glad of all the the arenas, the public arenas I could have joined. I joined yours, and I saw your URL in the uh, room description and i'm just like well i'm just gonna go in and just you know hang out and the rest is history yeah i just well, yeah just thank you so much i gotta say like this has been like the most serendipitous serendipitous experience i've ever been through in my entire life i did was never expecting that i would ever be on this show with you guys because i've been following you guys since the old gx days i mean i've known about you guys for years and content creation has always been one of my pie in the sky dreams and now here I am actually talking to you. So it's just, it's amazing and it's truly an honor. And I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> well, the honor's all ours, trust me. And like I said, we're all really flattered that you just think think so much of us. Like I said, hopefully by the end of this, you're not thinking, you know, oh, never meet your <laughs> This was a mistake. True. Fuck these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. It is rare, if at all. I can't, if, I, if I've forgotten a time, I apologize, Ash. But I don't think you've ever dropped in on one of my streams, so Ooh. I see how it is. Uh, Shots fired. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> calling you out. I know I didn't. I don't think I have. I'm usually too busy working. This this was on a late on a Friday night. Okay. So okay. Be, I, I streamed totally during the clear. day, so that's why. That's I, why. Yeah. So this was like 10 p.m. or 11 p.m. on a Friday night Pacific time. So just to mm. let everybody know, it's not because I hate Derek streams. He streams during the day. I work during the day, and then yeah, but this was like late on a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, streams from time to time. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I, I take the Jim Halpert approach to streams. Like I pop in, I say a few things until the host notice I've said it, and then I'm like, "All right, I'm out. I can go now." <laughs> I want them to know. <laughs> I, I it's not it's never intentional, but like I always just pull up whoever is streaming on my phone, 
and then like some other flashy thing pops up on my phone and I'm like, Ooh, shiny. And then I just move on. Um, but <laughs> I, I did feel pretty good last night. Uh, cause I, I was streaming a bit of final fantasy 14 as I was working my way to the first expansion. And I just, I was, I was taking suggestions on who, who to raid that late at night. And, uh, I noticed somebody else streaming final fantasy 14, just seven people. I'm like, and I always like to raid somebody that's smaller. Not that I'm huge. I, I only, uh, you know, I'm partner, but I'm not, I'm barely above partner. And I'm like, you know what? Let's raid this person. And I found out as they were talking, they didn't, you know, that, that apparently that raid been streaming for three years. And my raid of like 40 people was the biggest raid they've ever gotten. And they were super grateful for it. It's like, Oh, that's, that's, that's cool. When you can spread the love like that and, uh, you know, shine a light on people who have been doing this for a while. It feels good. Yeah. A rising tide lifts all boats, as they say, mm-hmm. right? So it's all about lifting exactly. each other up. And yeah, exactly. And, and uh, I got to say on, on your streams in particular, I, I've told you this, but I have noticed that your streams are full of the same exact good vibes that we, and positivity and just goodness that we really focus on here at Good Vibes Gaming, which is one of the reasons I'm so glad I dropped in on your stream in particular, because I'm just like, I'm feeling the same kind of vibes that we have here as a team and our values as you, you know, just people, you were so, you were so uh, like just positive and encouraging with everybody playing smash on your stream, people who would lose, you'd be like, Oh man, you know, so close, good, you know, good try. You'll get them next time. You're just so damn wholesome. And we are here too. Most of the time, you know, we, we have our, our spicy post shows, but uh, your, your wholesome vibes just really resonated with me. And I'm just so glad we've been able to meet and, and do this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I, it's just, you know, I just like playing video games and there's enough negativity and BS out there in the world. It's just when you're gaming, it's all about just about having fun, right? So yeah. I, I just I, I hate I hate the toxicity. So yeah, I just wanted it to be a safe space for everyone just to be themselves and just play video games and have fun. And that's really all it is. So, yeah. Well, that's what it's all about, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so before we get into the news, uh, we do have a few super chats. Um, real quick, though, turn-based. Uh, one thing one thing that I didn't have you do yet is let everybody know where they can find your these streams that you're doing where Ash just randomly pops in late at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me at turn underscore based at twitch.tv. That's T-U-R-N underscore B-A-S three D. Uh, at twitchtv.com unfortunately I had to put the three in because turn-based was already taken but my name is turn-based because my favorite genre of video games are actually turn-based games so I live in the style of games Uh, picking up SMT5 or have you I asked him that exact question like 15 minutes ago (laughs) I did not yet it's on my list. It's on my list. Uh, my my wife works at the mall, and she went to go pick me up the uh, Legend of Zelda Game and Watch. Uh, um, oh, special yeah, game today. I need to get me one of those. Yeah, was... and she was saying there was a huge line of people out there, and there was only maybe about four people trying to pick up the Game and Watch, and everyone else was there for SMT. <laughs> really? That's, yeah. that's that interesting sense. to see that line for that. That's cool. Yeah. SMT is, is really interesting. I'm going to have more to talk about. I might stream it over the weekend a little bit for people just because atlas was like hey you can only show like the first area and i was like that makes the review really difficult to put out um so i might show more of the game later on but i picked up uh the safety dlc just to see how easy it was and i was telling ash and derek about this earlier today wow (laughs) like it's (laughs) it's not i i have no uh qualms against anybody who buys the game spends their 60 bucks and chooses to play it that way you do you i absolutely respect your choice but it is beyond easy like it is i i would argue to say that it's 
possibly unlosable <laughs> on safety. I mean, <laughs> you you told us that uh, on the easiest difficulty for a normal attack, you did about what fifty seventy five damage. Yeah, but on uh, uh, safety mode, you did like what five six hundred damage. Yep, it, it literally multiplies the, your damage output by a factor of like ten. And wild. enemies couldn't even hit me. Like, they were just missing with everything. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's definitely interesting. Um, I th- But like I said, you know, I, I like that option being there because having played SMT4 and, and having been like, well, you know what? I don't have the time. Like, I could beat it if I had 100 more hours, but I don't have that. I definitely would have jumped at the chance to just be like, all right, let me speed through it and see the rest of the story. I've put in Not 50 into the hours tutorial. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny. It's like they're overcorrecting in the opposite direction of the problem I had with Bravely Default 2, which I, I really wanted to see that game through. But on regular difficulty, it's just too grind-heavy for me. So I decided to knock it down to easy. But I came to learn that the knocking it down to easy, that game's easy mode, just makes it so enemies have less actions per turn. It doesn't actually change HP values or damage output, so the game oh, wow. doesn't actually get that much easier, and it still requires quite a bit of grinding. And I'm like, man, I kind of wish easy mode, in this case, actually was easy so I could just not have to worry about grinding as much and just sail through the story, but, you yeah. know, well, such I, as it is. I, I like the fact that SMT5 goes from, like, crazy hard, like, you're, you're you know, the most hardcore option, all the way down to, like, I, I just want to push a button until you know, the next cutscene shows up. I, yeah, I like that you I, I have that, that breadth of choices. All right. Uh, before we go on, uh, we did get a couple of super chats. Uh, I It's Friday. I got to read out our traditional Jaden Buck Crazy Question Friday super chat. <laughs> Thank you so much for the uh, $5 super chat. And I'm just going to read the corrected version for you. Uh, it says, <laughs> Crazy Question Friday's Crazy Question number 16. If you could trade voices with anyone via a vocal cord transplant, who would you trade voices with? Man. John Cartwright. Right. Oh, man. Oh, that's, I mean, that's, that's a good one. one. <laughs> that's a good one. John Cartwright. Um, well, I'm not going to repeat any answer. So yeah, for me, same. I'm going to say... I'm going to say Mark Gatha, the guy who voiced X in Mega Man X8 and uh, Mega Man X Command Mission, because he was the perfect X. He also did him in Maverick Hunter X, and I just... Loved his voice. I loved his performance as X, and I'd love to be able to do that same performance. Because, you know, as you guys know, he's my favorite character of all time. So, Mark Gatha. There you go. Oh, apparently oh. he was also Doman in G Gundam, which, God, I love G Gundam. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Nice. <laughs> I know who I... I'm, I'm trying to find the name uh, of the voice actor. Because he follows me on Twitter. I really should know it, but I'm... <laughs> I'm trying to re- Hopefully you're not thinking of Rob Paulson. I, I I don't know how I feel about you stealing my dad's voice. Oh man, could you imagine every time I got upset with you? <laughs> oh yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. He's like, right? He just goes up to you. He's like, I'm your daddy now. <laughs> that would be that would be really weird too when we drink together because you know as we've said the, the, when we hung out at my place a couple months ago we drank quite heavily but yeah. drinking with my dad would be weird. Could could you imagine the the story I told you in Legendary Tales in your dad? <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, oh God. no. This is, we're not All even right. in the post show yet, man. Yeah, that would be this awful. But the spicy. person I'm looking for is David Lodge, the narrator of Fire Emblem Three Houses. I oh, could listen to okay. that man read me a phone book. Narrator of nice. uh, narrator and uh, portray, uh, plays Louis Swa in Final Fantasy XIV as well. Nice. Like, dang. <laughs> yep. What about you, turn-based? Oh, you know, I've never been asked that question before, so I really got to think on that. I'm probably going to go towards Johnny Depp because I'm a big Johnny Depp fan. So nice. I love that guy's very nice. <laughs> nice bit of range. Yeah. 
Cool. Whoever did his sound-alike voice in Kingdom Hearts 3 was great. I still remember his, Hail Sora, as he's like just running by Sora. Yeah, and, it was and, way and, better it, than it really what he good. got in, uh, I, I, It was Ratchet voice actor, Titus voice, Titus voice actor. Oh, uh, James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, James Arnold James Taylor in 2. He did fine, but you could tell it was James Arnold Taylor. The guy in 3, yeah. I was like, I could not tell the difference. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Either way, thank you so much, Jaden. That was a fantastic question. It might have been your best crazy question Friday yet. Um, that was a lot of fun. Thank you. Flamechon73, Lumus versus Wisps. Uh, you choose the war. I, I oh, as in Lumus, Lumus from Galaxy? Lumus. Yeah. I Mario think Wisps can do more, though. I think Wisps yeah, have, wisps like have more abilities. abilities. I'm going to go with Wisps, actually. Yeah, this one. I go Wisp. I'm, yeah. I'm choosing the hidden power of the Lumas. I feel like if they can become planetoids, they could probably do a whole bunch of other stuff they're just not do, choosing to do. Yeah, but that's then you true. have to feed them. You have to get them fat. Well, that's true. But, I mean, I've been working on doing that to myself, so I'll just throw some their way, too. <laughs> like, hey, Luma, I'm going go to in and out You want anything? <laughs> I don't know if it works that way, but I'll try to make it work that way. Easy. They're, they're, yeah. they're just streamers. They're begging for those bits. <laughs> oh that's true nice. they are star bits i didn't think star bits i like that i still nice. don't know what a bit is I, i'm gonna figure it out one of these days i promise i'll stop being this old but uh yeah i i uh i don't know but either way uh thank you guys so much for the super chats we are gonna get on to our first story uh which i don't know that you guys are gonna have a lot to say about but i have some thoughts on it uh either way let's go ahead and throw it up on the screen i don't have a cool segue for this one Let's do, let's go ahead and uh, get this first story up on screen. So, Playdate announced that uh, if you have a pre-order, apparently they were originally scheduled for late 2021, and uh, that has now been delayed up until early 2022. Uh, apparently, pre-orders have gotten timing. Uh, it's due to a battery issue, is is what they're saying. Uh, I don't know if I know. Last time we talked about the Playdate, there wasn't a ton of interest among the group here but what annoys me about this is i got told in august of 2021 to keep my eyes on my inbox because they wanted us to review the play date and i've been following the story for two-ish years <laughs> uh we in i interviewed the ceo of the company a long time back and played the play date i thought it was interesting i still think it's interesting uh but they they just said hey by october this thing's coming out and we'll have a review unit in your hands before then and i emailed back in september and i said hey uh about that review unit is that still a thing that's happening because i i like to plan these things in advance and they were like we think so stay tuned and then i heard today <laughs> that they're like yeah next year we'll we'll get a review unit to you next year um the playdate is an interesting little device it's got like a e-ink screen it's got that little metal crank i don't think it's going to light the world on fire but i do think it's an interesting alternative to the way games are consumed which is primarily my interest surrounding it it, it does like this mm -hmm. digital season of games and you buy them. It's an, and... it's an oddity. Yeah. I'm intrigued yeah. by it. I am intrigued. Like I, I, if someone had one, I'd want to try it. I'm not sure if I'm intrigued enough to go buy it outright myself, but I'm definitely intrigued enough to be like, if somebody had one, I'd be like, Oh, can I, you know, check this out? Cause like the crank thing and, and the whole thing just looks kind of cool and weird and different. And uh, mm -hmm. this, but this is the second bit of hardware to get delayed into next year. Cause just last uh, on Wednesday on the previous episode, we talked about the same thing happening to the steam deck because of the the uh, global chip shortage going on so seems like a lot of stuff is getting delayed into 2022 wasn't there also an, like the analog got delayed as well right yep analog pocket also got delayed 
which hmm. damn it i want that thing so bad i don't have a pre-order i'll probably never be able to secure a pre-order going by analog's uh previous plans i just now realized hmm. that our title didn't update nintendo is planning to make more movies for those of you watching on youtube but that's like last week's story so i mean cool they're gonna make some more movies i'm sure of it a week um, later they still are yeah, yeah, they're still planning on it. That news but... didn't change, it's just outdated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, either way, yeah. just imagine it says something about Playdate down there. Um, but yeah, I would say that the Playdate, it's an interesting device. I'm kind of with you, though, Ash. I don't know that I would go out and spend like 200 bucks to get it, but it is interesting to see all this hardware that's kind of destined for Q4 get pushed further and further back, uh, you know, because it's hard to secure components. I kind of thought by now we would be over the hump, like over the worst of it. Uh, but it feels like NVIDIA, you know, I, I didn't even know battery shortages were a thing. I didn't know mm -hmm. that was a thing. Um, so I'm kind of curious, like, can they really nail down 2022? Are they confident that these production issues will resolve themselves by then? And what does it mean going forward for other stuff, right? Like the PS5 is still impossible to find. Uh, a friend of mine was telling me that he's right. been looking for an Xbox Series X in his town for a year. And he hasn't Jeez. seen one on a shelf. Uh, I'm still trying to find a PS5. It's been impossible. It's oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. was a nightmare to go through. Yeah. I, I might already be you. doing this, but follow Wario64 and turn on notifications. That that'll help you a lot if you're not already doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm aware of them. Okay, <laughs> I, haven't well, I figured. Yeah. But... Wario64 I've been on the for a year. I haven't given up quite yet, so I'm hoping by this Christmas. So nice. We'll yeah. see. A man must make a fortune off of affiliate links. <laughs> I wonder, right. man, because I know that I have alerts set up for everything that man tweets. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's actually him tweeting it or if he just wrote a really good bot that tweets for him. Because it's oh, like no. so but... quick. He's yeah. like I do love quick. the continuing mystery around who Wario sixty four actually is. It's just <laughs> it's like a fun it's just a fun mystery. Like, you know, is it is it one person? Is it a bunch of people? Is it a bot, a script? You know, it's it's fun to think about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would I would say that it's probably a combination of both. I think that he probably mm -hmm. has some tweets that are automatically sent out, while others are, uh, uh, while others are actually like written by him. And you could tell some of them because right. he does get paid for certain tweets. Like I've noticed, hashtag ads starts showing up on Wario sixty four's feed ever so often. But yeah, he does respond to people occasionally too. Mainly the ones that are complaining. He likes to throw a little bit of shade back at them. It's funny to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Turn-based, yeah. have you been following the play date at all? Or do you have any interest in it? So, yeah, I've known about it for a while, but I don't really have much particular interest in it because it's 180 bucks. And, I mean, it's yeah. like, like with you, Ash, I'd be very curious to try it out. But as far as buying it for myself, it's like, eh, the way my, my brain works is like $180 for something I probably would only play a couple times versus like you know three other games or hell even like almost like two weeks worth of groceries you know it's just how my brain functions yeah so, really. yeah it's, it's, the, the price point is just I it, get you. a little bit too high for me so oh yeah. whoa hold on somebody just pinged me in in the live audience chat saying that xbox's twitter account just disappeared and yes what? it did oh no what that doesn't That's... sound good at all doesn't no. well at all <laughs> no what it doesn't yeah, that, um, is, that is not great for them. I hope that that's wow. intentional. I doubt it, though. Whoa. How could that be intentional? I'm sure it'll come back, maybe. Probably. Hopefully. But that's weird. It is hmm. very weird. I feel like huh. a brand that large doesn't just log off. <laughs> I feel 
It doesn't just disappear from Twitter. Oh, yeah. Apparently it's an error because Frequent Positron uh, and Ditto M posted something. Yeah, I'm, oh, trying, to, I'm trying to follow okay. this story, but it's it's definitely difficult with the speed at which the uh, the chat apparently is somebody. Oh, the guy manages it's like accidentally broke it somehow. <laughs> it's nothing matter. He just had an oh. error. Oh, okay. That is big. a very not getting a bonus this year. Social media manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like they can spin that into something fun. Um, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, All right. I, well. I, oh, go I, I do want to highlight something. Just going back to Wario 64 real quick. Uh, M2, M2 the J in the YouTube chat saying Wario 64 has to be a small group of people. It can't just be one person, right? You say that. And then you got to remember that Sarah B is run by just one person. Yep. And that Very is, true. I'd say that's even more monumental than Wario. Because <laughs> dear God. In a different way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The thing, I don't know how Joe Merrick does it and doesn't die. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how, I don't know how Joe does it with, particularly with regard to just how toxic the Pokemon fan base can be. Like that's just, that itself is just such a difficult thing yeah. to deal with even if you're just a casual pokemon fan but he's like the face of of hardcore pokemon fandom he's been doing it for so long i gotta I, that's gotta be so difficult for him well we've heard him talk at length about kind of the stuff he deals with uh in the yeah. past and it's just like i don't know how he does it i would have sold the site for probably untold millions at some point I, yeah mm. i imagine that if he ever chose to divest himself of of his website, which I don't think he ever will. I think that he takes no. pride it, in what he does. But if he did, he could pride. probably sell it for a seven figure sum. I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, but there, like he's, I guess, like you said, there's a there's a lot of pride in that. I I don't blame him. He's been doing it for twenty years, and he's the face of mm-hmm. you know that Pokemon aspect. That's mm. impressive. Child, you know. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's managed to stay the course despite all that toxicity and, and mm. stay himself and stay honest. And I, I have a lot of respect for him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as, and yeah, as far as Playdate, I mean, it's a shame. I, 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 every time I look at it, it's like there needs to be an FPS like Gatling gun game on that. Just because <laughs> it's the way you oh, rotate absolutely. the thing. So that would be that would be really fun, actually. I know that the creator of like, uh, what is that? Obra Din is uh, creating a mm. game for it that seems promising, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Before we'll we move, move on to our next story, let me get some uh, some super chats out out of the uh, way here. By the way, they're all popping up in the upper right. Uh, that's the way most of them go. But I like to highlight a couple that I think were particularly uh, interesting in, in uh, context of the discussions we've been having. Uh, Hustlebun with $4.99 uh, said Stephen Bloom, who played uh, St- Spike, S- Spike Spiegel, I can't talk today, um, Tom or Mugen, or Chris Sabat, who is Piccolo, Vegeta, and Zoro, and All Might, which I got to admit, that's a pretty good choice, too. Although I like wonder how painful it is to constantly do Piccolo and Vegeta's voices. I feel like that would hurt your throat <laughs> after a while. Yeah, I've heard Definitely. normal. I, I've heard the normal cadence of uh, his voice pretty much there <laughs> yeah. oh wow that's yeah, wild Chris like, voice is very deep <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. mean it's actually like is the stretch for him is because he's making it lighter and more mm-hmm. dude like mm-hmm. like piccolo and vegeta are pretty close to uh basically his normal voice yeah it's next to no effort for him 
Wow. Crazy. That's that that is pretty yeah. crazy. Um let's see. Blind Man V two with two dollars asks uh thoughts on TT RPGs, video games, Pathfinder, D D, etc. Tabletop, tabletop RPGs. RPGs. Yeah, tabletop yeah. RPGs. Yeah. Personally not my thing. Um I just don't I'm not really into a lot of long form board games or card games in general. So for me, D D and tabletop RPGs kind of fall into that category. It's just not my thing, but you know, I totally think I, I love that so many people are into them. It's just not for me. Yeah, I'm with Ash on that one too. Just board games and tabletop games have never really been my thing. So I like I like to play video games. <laughs> and that's pretty much <laughs> all my free time yeah. goes to. <laughs> yeah. I, I like shorter board games, but yeah, I like not yeah. the really long, intense ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that, unfortunately. Yeah. I've tried D and D, didn't really get into it. But that said, I do love to hear stories of D and D games. Like people like mm-hmm. crafting like what happened and the crazy things that, that occur during it. Uh, you know, really making a story out of it, and it's like that's really entertaining for, to me. I, I, I enjoy those, um, but I just can't get into it myself. Um, and I also got the chance to try out. Uh, I went to a friend of a friend's house. He, was, he invited me to come along, and they had uh, just a massive basement filled with um, all kinds of D&D and Warhammer stuff. And I got to try Warhammer for the first time, like the actual figures and stuff and how it's done. It's like, how, And it basically felt like a turn-based RPG and uh, in, in those strategy RPGs. I'm like, you know, that's pretty cool because you just kind of measure out their range of the, all their stuff, and you launch it, and if you're accuracies all that i was like you know what that's that's actually pretty fun it's expensive which a while and it takes up a lot of room which is why i'll never do it but it's kind of fun nice 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 so yeah before we move on um just real quick story smith mentions that like rent to own places have the next gen consoles if you really want one and you're really desperate as someone who has done that in the past i i can't recommend that you not do that enough it's a really bad idea uh, i mean if you <laughs> yeah, really I mean, have to yeah. have one right away and it's the only possible place you can get one uh and you don't have like scalper money i guess uh then then yeah it's an option but you do end up paying like a scalper sized price because they usually end up charging yeah. you like 200 percent interest or something um, well, StorySmith even says in their super chat that yeah. you'll end up paying triple the retail price by the time you pay it I off. Know. So, yeah. no thanks. I I don't need a PS5 that badly. I yeah. say, or well, I have one. I'm lucky enough to have one. But I say that, but then you know, let's say there's something I don't own, and they somehow announce like Mega Man X9 for it. I might actually have to think about it if I could. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> nice. But yeah. but yeah, either way, it is an option. It's available. I just strongly recommend against it. Uh, Draftsman Roski with a, a Mexican twenty dollar. Uh, super chat says king of fighters 15 open beta any thoughts on joining that i will be i want to try that game i want to check it out fighters yeah yeah and i love king of fighters too so yeah yeah i i will have to give that a shot but anyway uh let's go ahead and get our next story up on screen let's moving right along here so this one is really interesting to me uh the rockstar uh gta trilogy the definitive edition that just came out has been marred by all kinds of problems like almost an impressive amount uh this one this article from vgc just kind of touches on the surface of the issues with the uh trilogy uh this one is a pretty big one though uh the rockstar launcher just doesn't work and they they mentioned that in the context of gta trilogy but it is so much worse than that so this has been down 
uh, as of the time that I last checked, over 18 hours. So almost an entire day, Ooh. right after uh, GTA Trilogy came out on PC. But what they don't mention is that the Rockstar launcher being down is is the core of the issue, and it exists on every other Rockstar PC game as well. So oh, if you man. have Red Dead 2, GTA 5, uh, any other Rockstar game that uses this launcher, none of those work. So you didn't just lose GTA 3, Vice City, and San Andreas. You lost your entire Rockstar library. Uh, and there's no ETA on when it'll come back, at least as of my last look, which admittedly was a couple hours ago. Maybe it's back now, but um, I don't know if you guys have kept up with what's going on with the GTA trilogy. I've seen a few things and it looks rough. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Saw a, I saw a tweet that literally just said fingernails are hard. And it showed like all these pictures of characters with like really nightmarish looking hands. And I didn't see that. It's like everybody has like these normal skin tone hands and then like these little like super perfect white super bright chiclets for fingernails like plastered on the ends of their fingers like not even in the right places sometimes or like characters with like weirdly long nightmarish looking necks and and like odd body proportions <laughs> somebody found out that if you go into first person mode and look behind you when you in gta san andreas you just see uh cj's face like right in front of you just <laughs> that entire oh, time God. my my favorite yeah. thing that i've seen so far our, our good friend imran khan tweeted it was and i i don't love san andreas so i don't know the characters but there's a character who always wears like a jersey right and mm -hmm. on the back of it is the number seven which apparently is new in the remake it used to be a nine and if you look at his back closely enough, the nine is still there, but they just colored it the same color as the rest of the jersey and then drew a seven on. <laughs> Which, like, why? This, this, I, it is shocking how, like, garbage these ports are on any system. Not just Switch, but just any system. Oh, yeah. I heard, uh, I, I was talking to our good friend uh, Neil from Nintendo World Report, and he was saying that he was playing the game. And he was playing Vice City on Switch, and he was driving, and then he stopped the car, like, abruptly, like, with the handbrake button, and and the main character stayed where the car was when he hit the button, <laughs> and then inexplicably, like, stood up and popped out of the car, and the car blew up, <laughs> which I, I was just like, I, I want to play this game for how bad it sounds. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm watching a glitch compilation right now and, and CJ's limbs are all messed up. This looks more Silent Hill than, than <laughs> GTA so far. This is kind of messed up. And I also read uh, that the uh, the PlayStation version unlocked early on the PlayStation store, so they had to pull it. They, it unlocked like seven hours or eight hours early. What? And so they had to, people were streaming it from midnight when it wasn't supposed to launch until like 7 a.m. or something. So oh this has been just a mess of a rollout. Like... And the, the, the really bad thing is, is they also de, uh, delisted the old yep. versions. <laughs> They're not the available to play anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah so, the definitive mm -hmm. edition, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's, really such, it's really such an unfortunate circumstance too because you know I, I, there's there's so many people that are nostalgic for those games i personally didn't play gta that much growing up as a kid so i don't have any kind of connection with it but i know how important it is to a lot of people and it's just a really unfortunate event because i know a lot of people were looking forward to this and you know they didn't release any kind of gameplay even though it was like a remastered trilogy rockstar they always release gameplay of like whatever they're releasing and they didn't release any review codes either or anything they just kind of just silently slid it under the rug like oh here it is you know so it just sucks it's really unfortunate Mm -hmm. uh uh, eastman did update Uh, apparently rockstar support has tweeted out uh at about 30 minutes ago saying uh the rockstar games launcher is now online but the trilogy uh is unavailable to play or purchase as we remove files unintentionally included in these versions we're sorry for the disruption and hope to have correct ones up soon come on at least you can play your other games yeah. yeah, I guess I guess you get all your other games back, but it, wow, like how how did they screw this up that bad? These games are decades old. Like, yeah. I know you left hot coffee um, in uh, way back in two thousand, but you could have taken it out sooner. I don't know. It's it's a shame. Uh, you know, as you said, turn based. I'm not. Uh, you know, I don't really have a whole lot of personal love for GTA. It's just never really been my thing. I didn't play a whole lot of it growing up. I dabbled in it, but it's just not not really my thing. But obviously, it goes without saying how you know monumentally important the series is to a lot of people and just to gaming in general. And so it's a real shame to see this trotted out in such a state. GTA deserves better. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm curious as to what happened, like like what led to such a bungled launch of the definitive edition. It's it's a damn shame, honestly. Well, yeah. people, people do say there are some like positive about it. Like there's some things that look a lot better, like the character models. A lot of people like the way those look and they say the environments are good. But then it's kind of like a half-assed thing. There's some things that are really great and there's some things that are way worse than what it was. So it's a really mixed bag that you're getting. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. What is going on? So I, I clicked the Reddit link. Why is CJ's that, face? That's what? what I was telling you. Yeah. This is what happens when you look backwards in first person when you're riding oh, the quad bike. God. And it's just, it's awful. <laughs> That's like that's some PT shit right there, though. Honestly, it, like it really is. God, that's terrifying. I, I mean, as many people pointed out, like Rockstar has a lot of money from GTA Online, and they that this is what they did. Yeah, that's really for this trilogy. Mm. I shouldn't be laughing, but I can't help it. It's just so it's I feel so like creepy this had to and weird be and bad. An exercise for some of their more junior staff members, and it just like didn't get looked over by anyone senior at all. They were just like, "Yeah, it'll be fine." Yeah, People love GTA. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, it, it, it's particularly Bummer. sad for me because I was actually really looking forward to playing these again. Uh, honestly, more so on Switch than anywhere else, just because I've never had a really you know portable GTA has always been kind of the dream, and it's never quite been executed correctly to make it feel like a full fledged entry. But these would have been perfect. They're old enough and. I don't know, man. They just dropped the ball hard. I I had enough money in my budget to buy a game this month uh, that, you know, I'm not reviewing or anything, and it's definitely not going to be GTA now. It's going to be... There's another game that I want to pick up that I want to do a video on, so I'm I'm not going to tell you all what it is, but I'll be picking up something that uh, not anybody's really talking about these days. Uh, But it is new for Switch, so we'll see. But... Uh, oh, is Jared, it Popeye? I hope it's Popeye. Please it's let it be not God. Popeye. I'm not going to pay for that. <laughs> you need to pay me for that. Listen, yeah. Popeye developers, if you want me to cry on stream for money, just send like, I don't know, 
like 12 bucks <laughs> and a bag of onion rings we'll do this that's that's yeah. less than what the game costs it's 20 bucks for popeye so wow never mind send me 50 that's bucks in a bag of onion rings <laughs> yeah or get me a good game to wash that one out um well so they'll, they'll send you a calculator instead there we go uh jared yeah. helder with a canadian five dollar super chat says i'm playing gta on the switch and it's great in handheld a uh, low FPS and some glitches, but nothing too crazy. The negative hype around it is overblown. Well, that's good to hear. Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do want to, uh, I, I do want to try it at some point. I played those games when I was like, uh, older than I care to admit, but <laughs> I, I, I have deep love for vice city among the three of those. And I would, mm. I would love to be able to play that playing it on the switch would be even better. Um, so yeah, it w- it would be interesting. <laughs> Skull Kid Tiger, can I pay you fifty bucks and three bags of onion rings to play Sonic 06? Um <laughs> Do I have to eat the onion rings while I play? <laughs> that that might change things. Or can yeah. I eat those at a I'm time? Just, of my I'm just I'm just happy I still have the PS2 versions of uh, the GTA trilogy because that's the only way you get all the like licensed music any- anymore. Because you do there's some tracks that got removed, but you know overall. Skulk and Tiger says up to you, but everybody else is saying yes, Steve. So I, I, it sounds Listen, like yes is the answer here. You have to eat an onion ring for every ring you gather. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I, that would be a very expensive stream. Um, <laughs> man, if we could get like a competitive eater to try to keep up with Sonic eating onion rings, that would be. We'd be a killing idea. a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> One, I forgot that Sonic 06 had multiplayer. That's weird. I completely forgot. No, but yeah. that would be really fun. Like next time Steve is Steve is here, uh, you know, like in LA, we get together and actually play Sonic 06 together. I completely oh, forgot that that was a what, uh, one of my thing. favorite moments from uh, some call me Johnny playing uh, multiplayer Sonic 06 with his brother Elliot, uh, both of whom we've had on the show. Uh, they started up a, a race. And a meteor immediately hit Elliot from Elliot at the starting line, and then it happened again and again. Like thirty seconds in, he had not left the starting line because he kept getting pit pinged by meteors. It was oh my god! Amazing. That's amazing. Jeez. Oh, I love man. it. Either way, that may, maybe a Sonic 06 stream will happen at some point, but I don't hate myself that much just yet. Maybe maybe around the holidays. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe my seasonal depression will kick in hard enough that I'll that I'll play Sonic 06. <laughs> but we'll we'll find out uh, have it never beat it <laughs> i've i've never played it i've somehow Ooh. i somehow dodged oh. that bullet oh man entirely. seeing, seeing your reaction to just seeing how, like just starting yeah. up brand new i i i have to imagine you'd fall for the traps oh, i'm no. not telling you what those are oh. and ash don't you dare tell anything about the traps no, no, no. when we first start no i would go but, in fresh i the funny thing yeah. is i was ridiculously hyped for sonic 06 too like watching Me too. the trailers and stuff, like the yep. pre-release stuff, I was like, "Oh God, I can't wait!" But I didn't own a PS3 at the time, and I was like, yeah. I, "I just never ended up picking yeah. it up. It passed me by." Um, Steve, I was at the E3 in the theater where they first debuted that early trailer for Sonic Six, oh, and I remember being so hyped. I'm like, "This is so cool! It looks so... It just it looked next gen at the time, and it looked like a little darker and a little edgier." And I'm like, "Oh, this looks sick!" and then we all know how that turned out. But I was in the theater at three at E3 when that was revealed. And what a shame, man. What nice. a shame. Mm. Well, 
let's go ahead and move on to our next story. This is going to be interesting because I feel like we we have a bit of skin in the game on this one. For those of you that don't <laughs> know, uh, we really, really, really need uh, Discord not to fold on itself. <laughs> yeah. And with that being said, uh, Discord has walked back their NFT and cryptocurrency plans. The CEO finally responded to all the uh, to all the calls to boycott Discord and cancel your Nitro subscriptions. Uh, basically saying, thanks for the perspectives, everyone. We have no current plans to ship this internal concept. For now, we're focused on protecting users from spam, scams, and fraud. Web3 has lots of good, but also lots of problems, and we need to work at our scale more soon. Um, yeah. I, I have seen like... people want they're going to just like try to sneak it in, like wait for the right, blowover, yeah. sneak it in, not make a big announcement type thing which oh, i absolutely believe that discord is eventually going to be like hey you can get what well, i mean what non-fungible tokens or whatever it I, is. And i've heard about F- nfts for how long now and i still barely understand them it's stupid yeah i i love I... web 3 like you would you would figure that people learned from like how hilarious web 2.0 as a term was that you just uh-huh. never go back to that you don't go back to the well on that yeah they're like it was clearly I'm... the point oh that made it funny no it's still funny so my understanding on nfts are like you can pretty much take any image and then turn it turn it into a digital currency correct which uses Something ethereum like that. is that is that how it goes i i think you might be right like that my, sounds plausible my partner and i were talking about this over the weekend because we were like uh one of our uh nieces is very into like creating their own art and they were talking about uh, wanting to create NFTs of it. And, uh, and they were asking for our help. And I was like, how does that even work? Also, you're a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, yeah, I don't I think understand it. it but by, yeah. I'm telling I think you. it involves yeah. someone with like bypassing copyright, too. So that's just my very yeah. base understanding of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I have zero, zero even inclination to figure it out i i feel like i mean unless it lets me sell feet pics for like a million bucks a pop then i'm i'm out (laughs) like Mm. i will sell yeah else a poppin uh i don't understand x so x is stupid it's kind of beyond beyond that because i don't understand it but i do know its effects and it's basically really bad for the environment like a single nft is like worth like 20 hours of certain battery life like something being plugged in i think i don't know what it is but it's like that's something uh, about about how much power is being created for that one individual thing that like i guess it like burns out part of like the ozone layer or something like that that's what i've been told yeah well and it seems as though the the chief point of this is to be is just to be able to flex and 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 flex on people and say i have this thing even though thing doesn't really have a whole lot of actual value it's perceived value but the whole point is just to flex on people yeah and 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 on top of that it is it's bad for the environment i'm so tired of hearing the term nft and and it's even worse when you have companies like square enix saying yeah you know we agree the future of gaming is decentralized and the future is nfts fuck no please god no (laughs) no 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 from my understanding uh, from my understanding nfts almost fizzled out completely like they were like didn't really take off at first and then some somebody something 
did something with him and it like all of a sudden it's like, oh, we can make money off this. And that's when it was it blew up like, yeah, like I mean, what, yeah. what we see now. Uh, Yami no Mizu or Dark Water uh, outlines it pretty well in, in our YouTube chat. It says it's not the JPEG, it's the currency. Mining does so much damage, but people don't want to admit that. And that's absolutely what it is. It is the fact that, you know, it's not about selling your your feet picks in my example for for millions of dollars it's the fact that they're you know you're purchasing them with cryptocurrency which is currently uh you know creating such intense uh demands on our uh you know on our power grids and everything that it is causing a major uh environmental problem uh you know this it's not like the power also... to mine these is created cleanly yeah this and cryptocurrency is also why we have a chip sh- shortage because people are just getting as much of this stuff as possible yep. to mine those bitcoins, <sighs> and that's why we have these delays and problems getting PS5s. Like this is this is directly related to why we can't get a PS5 at Xbox Series X. Why the Steam Deck is being delayed? It sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hell's a poppin in our YouTube chat says, I don't understand X, so X is stupid. And that's a fair point in terms of, you know, yeah, maybe we're having, uh, you know, our old men yelling at the sky moments here. But I think in this case, we're explaining why this actually is stupid. That That's a fair point in some other things. I don't think we should shut things down that we don't understand. It's important to, you know, evolve with the times and, you know, stay mindful of new technology. But in this particular case, I think we're in the right here. And I think we've kind of explained why NFT sucks. Or NFTs suck, I should say. And a few people now have said NFT equals no fucking thanks, and I'm completely in agreement with that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a friend tell me that the creator of Twitter had like was the first person to ever sell the very first NFT, and he sold his original first Twitter post for two and a half million dollars to someone, and it was literally just for pure bragging rights, like uh, you were saying, Ash. Just because I have the money yeah. and I bought it, so yeah, yeah. So, man. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure my my first Twitter I, post just says like LOL or something. I want to sell that. <laughs> just I mean I, I mean it's more like I I look at that amount of money being wasted on a a, a JPEG and I'm like you know just bragging. That right. could really help me out. <laughs> yeah, I'd be set for a while. <laughs> I feel comfortable at least. Really mm-hmm. comfortable. Yeah. Also, my bad. I didn't realize Derek had already said that comment. I was busy googling just more about NFTs to too. Yeah, just you know, I've heard your voice so long now. I just kind of just filter it out. I can't help it. It's it's. It happens a lot. Man. Well, I say something, and Ash will be like ten minutes later. Oh yeah, this yeah. thing that I just talked about. <laughs> like, in, in this case, I was just busy googling more about NFTs just to kind of add to the discussion. But yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. Well, I already said it, but yeah, ugh, <laughs> NFTs. Yeah, yeah, it is I what mean, it is. To be clear, I don't think necessarily the concept of like I think the concept of owning owning digital stuff you know, via ledger and, and blockchain and all that seems maybe, maybe it is just cause I'm old, but it feels like a, a bit overkill. Like, um, like how are people going to exercise their, their, their ownership privileges over something? Are they going to, you know, say like, Oh, you can't use that image in your thumbnail because I bought it as an NFT a year ago. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, my, my main issue is just with, uh, with the way the currency is produced. Other than that, like if you if you want to buy a picture of someone's first tweet for two million dollars, then okay, cool, man. Would you like to buy mine too? 
<laughs> because I will absolutely <laughs> offer you all my tweets for $2 million. Um, yeah. I'll let you have all of them, even the future ones. <laughs> like, I'll do mine for half I that. haven't come out with yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's going to be some bangers in there, I guarantee it. <laughs> but... Um, you know, I, I think it. I think it does come down to you know, like the same same concept of, with digital games. I think some people see that you know, and like, what the hell, you don't own those, which I get. Um, but at least with my, I guess, I guess it's the perceived value, right? Like, I look at a digital game and I'm like, well, I, I'm going to play that for, you know, hundreds of hours probably. I will get active enjoyment out of it. I if I bought a, a screenshot for sixty dollars. I couldn't wrap my head around what I got for that $60. I don't think I'd be able to reconcile where, where the value is in that unless I could sell it to someone else for a hundred dollars. But, and maybe that's all it is, is it's like art collecting, but in a digital age, but man, it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, my, my main issue though, people should be able to buy whatever the hell they want to buy as long as it doesn't infringe on the freedoms or, 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 you know, uh, liberties of another person. But I just don't like it when I find out that it is the reason that you can't go and buy your kid a PlayStation or it's the reason why we have a big fucking hole in our ozone layer. That's where I start to be like, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. just chill out and use, I don't know, <laughs> less, more, more ethically sourced money. I don't know. There's no such thing as ethically sourced money either. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. I, I do right. agree with the, with the concept though, that, that, cryptocurrency allows you know sex workers and other people in in certain professions to to be able to at least have some level of financial stability where traditional banks and institutions like paypal tend to frown on that stuff which i i wish would be more you know like what what does paypal care about where you get your money from but <laughs> i don't i don't know anyway mm. we've we've probably put our foots in our collective mouths oh our absolutely foots. jesus christ i fucking said foots our feet in our collective mouths. <laughs> I failed English. I All right. <laughs> Next story. I'm just moving We fail on. English? That's impossible. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> impossible. Oh, no. Out of context is going to fuck me up today. All right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get our next story up on screen. Let's talk about video games. All right. Speaking of video games, this is the video game, apparently. For those of you that don't know, we just released uh, this morning our in-depth spoiler discussion on Metroid Dread. But it turns out that there is more Dread to discuss. Uh, this this tweet comes courtesy of Jeff Grubb, but apparently Nintendo was all too happy to reveal sales figures for the first month that Metroid Dread has been on market. And like my future tweets, it was a banger. 840,000 copies. Apparently... Uh, from a dollar's perspective, according to Jeff Grubb, mopping the floor with Metroid Prime and making it the best introductory month for any game in the Metroid series, which I hope Nintendo's listening. Seriously. Yeah, seriously. Oh, it deserves it. It so fucking deserves it, man. Metroid Dread was a 10 out of 10. That game was so good. I was so obsessed with it. I'm probably on like my fourth or fifth run through of it right now. <laughs> nice. It is an yeah. excellent game, and it deserves yeah. every bit of those sales. And I'm so glad to uh, see Metroid just coming so strong out of the gate because it has historically been, you know, kind of described and characterized as a series that doesn't necessarily have this, you know, have the sales to back up the sheer amount of love that the series gets, particularly in Japan. And, and the, the story is still developing over there, but it's so nice to have a new Metroid game and a new 2D Metroid game specifically that just fucking killed it in sales and mm. and 
just kind of redefined the narrative around this series and its continued viability for Nintendo in the marketplace, right? I, it's just, I'm so happy, so happy it did this well. It's crazy to think that the, apparently no Metroid game has ever broken three, mil, three million in sales. Uh, and this one might be the one to finally do it because uh, Jeff Grubb, you know, obviously said that the physical sales nearly doubled Metroid Prime. And once you include digital, it's very likely they quadrupled Prime's sales. Uh, yeah. And that's incredible. incredible. And that's just the U.S. Oh, so factor in the rest of the world. Fantastic. We might be breaking that barrier. I hope so. I really hope so. Not yeah. to mention how many new Metroid fans this probably brings. I'm sure a lot more people are going to be excited for Metroid Prime 4. I'm so excited for that after Dread. Man, mm-hmm. it just hyped me even more. I can't wait for it. I it, I just hope that this shows Nintendo that, that Metroid is way more popular than they give it credit for. You right. just have to get it in front that's of people. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Because this is the first time it's been available on something that's really popular. Um, and not just modest, modestly popular. And they made um, a lot of it too. Oh yeah. And separately from the yeah. whole, from the the argument specifically around Metroid is the whole really obnoxious argument I've seen some people posit about. Oh well, you know, why is a two D game sixty dollars? Like that's you know, two D game shouldn't be. Ha ha. You know, that sixty bucks is way too much to pay for a two D game like that. Which that's I mean, there's so many things wrong with that argument. But I, I love that the sales that Metroid Dread ha- has amassed um, flies right in the face of that ridiculous argument about how the lack of a third dimension apparently makes a game less valuable. Screw that. But it, I'm just loving that, that the latest Metroid game is also 2D and it's still got these fantastic numbers in the U.S. So happy about mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. I, I think the idea is that indie games kind of had that effect where people just associate 2D right. with indie games now and they're like, well, indie games are cheaper, so why should we pay full pr- price for it? It's a... It's a skewing of people's thought processes uh, of that, which is, yeah, it's, it's, I, I can see it, but it's unfortunate. It's a, it's an unfortunate way. We've kind of groomed people to think of it in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, uh, to what Turnbase said about, you know, getting people into Metroid, that's absolutely what Dread has done. I, I've uh, seen someone not really care about Metroid before, and then see Dread in action and kind of get intrigued, check it out themselves. And they've played, they've gone back and played just about every 2D Metroid at this point. Zero Mission and, you know, instead of the original type thing. But yeah, that just got him into the rest of the series and had no interest before. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been incredible to see how the public has reacted to Metroid Dread. And I hope that this kind of signals to Nintendo that 2D games should... They, they should go back to their roots more often with this stuff. You know, not like new Super Mario Brothers style, please God. Um, but they should, <laughs> you know, revisit some of these franchises. Also, you know, like... I mean, I see folks talking in the chat about F-Zero. Yeah, we all want a new F-Zero. But, like, Nintendo just needs to realize that maybe they don't need to radically reinvent their franchises with every new iteration. Maybe it's okay to just mm-hmm. stick to what works for a while uh, because God damn, especially when it doesn't so come out good. that often. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. 17 years between releases. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 we've talked about this before, but I'm just so sick to death of, of Nintendo's and, and Miyamoto's insistence that, that, you know, any new F zero game must reinvent the wheel or do something unique 
No, it doesn't. Just give us a 1080p 60fps F0 game on on modern platforms that plays like F0 plays and and is another game in this series that we love. That's literally all people want and they'll pay you for it. Why does it have to reinvent the wheel? It, well, yep. I don't uh, I mean it's just, I know Nintendo's going to Nintendo and you know they they like to innovate where where and when they can, but I just don't think that sh- I never have thought innovation should be a blockade to just a damn good game. Not every game has to innovate. Sometimes games can just be really damn good at doing what's already been done, but just doing it better and doing it again. I, and, and yeah, I just don't think innovation should be a blockade there. But I'm not the one paid to make those decisions. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope that, you know, Nintendo, that they take this to heart. It seems like they are, though, because, uh, you know, a lot of this information, they're saying that Doug Bowser is like really pushing for people to talk about how well Metroid's doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you I, know, I, I, I could see NOA being a little frustra- frustrated with NCL being like, fans are begging for this. There's obviously a market here. Maybe we should do something. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> that would be hard. Yeah. Uh, the, the big thing that I hope becomes a takeaway from this is that Nintendo either heavily invests in or outright acquires Mercury Steam. I feel like they've earned a place at the table with this game. And I would hate to see Nintendo just be like, yeah, you guys did good. See you next time, guys. Oh, you're closing? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) What was the other story where, like, people from Mercury Steam weren't even credited in the game? I remember reading something about that. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. Fix that up a little bit, too. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah. That would be nice. It's it's a shitty industry practice. I mean, it 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 goes well beyond Mercury Steam. But, yeah, I think it was like they have a weird policy where it's like you have to have been there for 25% of the game's development to earn a spot in the credits. And I'm like, what does it hurt to just put someone's name in if they contribute? Yeah, exactly. Just to put a name in there. For an official product like that, your name should be on it no matter how small. You already yeah. paid them. Just yeah. put the credit in there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, man. People are choosing violence in our patron chat. I see Wind Waker overrated. <laughs> I saw someone talking about how Metroid's dumb. Like, man. Right. <laughs> my heart. No, I, I was uh, chaotic in there. <laughs> part of that is my fault. I saw Ditto Megami Tensei Five saying only game that really applies to was Twilight Princess, and that's the best traditional 3D Zelda. And I had to take the bait, and I was like, that's not how you spelled the Wind Waker. And that's what led to <laughs> Wind Waker overrated. Um, but hey, you know, opinions are what makes makes the world go round. Even if yours is wrong. I'm kidding. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you a little story that hopefully serves as a proper allegory for, for my feelings on uh, Twilight Princess. But a long time ago, I was a young man of 20. And <laughs> I wore most days nintendo-themed like sweatbands on my wrists and i wore a sonic nice i used to have those too nice and i had a a blue flame wallet on a chain that was connected to my belt loop that version of me dude love twilight princess Uh (laughs) did you have black nail polish steve i almost did almost Oh it man, made my fingers feel weird, so I didn't do it. But I was pretty close. Man. You, were, you were pretty dead. Because here's the thing: I've known people like that. I could totally like you just describing them. I was like just trying to imagine a younger Steve looking like that. It's like, yeah, I can kind of see it. Yep. That face, Ed, so, Edge Lord Steve. Uh, yeah. I had that face too <laughs> when, when I was uh, earlier on in my DDR days when I was like in uh, like high school God, slash college. I, I would have like the chain wallets, the black like the the, the 
baggy black jeans and the, the Nintendo wristbands. It was definitely a phase. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I need to find I a picture. Great. I think there's. I, I think somewhere I still have a picture of that. Uh, wow, frequent positron. Steve, I thought you were 19. Go get your eyes checked. I'm so sorry. Um, 19-year-old Steve was, was like 100 pounds lighter than this. Uh, also didn't have quite as much gray hair, though I assume that the darkness in my room is hiding that right now. I think it is, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. That, it's an hour later here. Like, y'all moved around in time, and I just stayed in the same place. Y'all are on some kind of Chrono Trigger-like adventure through daylight saving. I don't like it getting dark at 6 p.m. <laughs> that <laughs> sucks. I, <laughs> yeah, that's... For yeah, me, TNT just happens at 5 now. I don't know what y'all are talking about. <laughs> yeah. You're lucky it gets dark for me at 4 p.m. So, yeah, I wow. guess this is yeah. kind of it. <laughs> that's the one thing. Fall and winter yeah, are my five, seasons, yeah. but when it gets dark early, that's the one thing I don't like about it. It's almost dark already outside my window, and it's only as, 5 As you get older, you'll exactly. appreciate yeah. it, because it makes you feel like you're up at night when you aren't. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> like, see, I can still yeah, with the young I'm kids. in the transition phase where it's like, God, where'd the day go? I didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's mm. me most days. I just kind of look at my bed and I'm like, yeah, that looks cool. I'm going to hang out there. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. Dread's doing great. So are we. I swear. Everyone's fine. Uh, let's We're go off. ahead and get our, our final news story of the night up on screen. All right, so this one's interesting. It comes from our good friend and previous TNT guest, Nate the Hate. Uh, he says in his tweet, What better way to celebrate the anniversary of the Xbox than with a birthday surprise? I can independently confirm and share with you today that Halo Infinite multiplayer will be made available on Monday, November 15th. Suit up, Spartans. And I gotta say, that's a hell of a leak. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's almost, what, a month before the, uh, the game before the game itself. Yeah. Before campaign. Uh, that's a pretty big, uh, big deal. I'm surprised to see it. Uh, IGN just recently, I think today showed off uh, some campaign footage for Halo Infinite. That game is looking fantastic. <laughs> I need to play it like now. Um, but uh, let me start with you. Turnbase, are you a uh, Halo fan at all? Do you play those games? Oh, yeah, it used to be. I played Halo 1 through 4. I didn't play 5 because I heard a lot of bad things about 5. But I actually did play the open beta that they ran last month or two months ago with a couple of my friends. We played it for a whole afternoon. I thought it was really fun. So pretty chaotic, and it felt like more Halo. So, yeah, I'm really excited to play it some more. Nice, yeah. I'm I'm pretty excited to try out. I'll, I'll try the multiplayer. Multiplayer's never really been my thing. I usually just do co-op through the campaign with a couple friends. But, um that being said, I mean, I don't mind having a month to get good at multiplayer before the actual uh, before the actual campaign releases. Uh, Top Dog, we do have a release date for Halo Infinite. I think it's December 8th. I could be wrong on that. Somewhere around um, there. Somewhere yeah. around there, yeah. It's somewhere in the final month of the year. Uh, December but... 7th. Oh, God, the same day as Endwalker. <laughs> Oh, crap. oh no! Well, oh, you, can, no. you can end walk, and I will. I will blow shit up on a. On I a am Halo not even right close now. to being an end walker, so I'll oh, be end walking that day. I'm so hyped for that. I love nice. <laughs> <laughs> I am. All I'm trying to do is, I will be happy if I reach Heaven's Ward before before end walker comes out. 
I got to say, I'm feeling a little FOMO here because I already really, uh, as Steve knows, I've been angling to get an Xbox Series X for uh, Forza Horizon 5, which I just dearly want to play. And I don't really have much interest in Halo, but I, I just as a series, I've just never really been my, I'm not a shooters guy, but I just kind of want to be part of the, the, I don't know, the, the the Halo Infinite multiplayer launch hype. Like if Steve, you and I could play and get our asses kicked, me more than you uh, on stream, you know, I, I would just get just destroyed immediately. But I'm, I'm getting more and more FOMO now with both Forza 5 and now Halo Infinite. And I like really want to get an Xbox Series X, but you know, life, life throws hidden costs at you. I got to get some car repairs done, unfortunately. But yeah, I'm starting to feel the, re- the, the Series X FOMO here, man. I mean, it, it is like they're finally coming into their own with the Series X, I feel. Like Microsoft mm-hmm. has had a really slow start. Uh, with not a lot of content that would really make you feel like you need to jump on board, where I feel like PlayStation came right out the gate. Happy first birthday to both of these, by the way. How the hell has it been a year? But right. um, <laughs> I feel like Sony did a good job of jumping in with an immediate value proposition. Like, here's, here, you know, pick up Miles Morales, pick up, you know, our, our remaster Spider-Man, Demon Souls. Hey, in a few months, we're going to have Ratchet and Clank. Horizon here's is Returnal. happening eventually. You know, they've done a good job at keeping a steady cadence of, like, exclusives that you want to play on the PS5. Whereas Microsoft has been kind of like, hey, we have all the old stuff, but a little bit better. And they're finally starting to hit with, like, actual exclusives that make you want to pick up a console. Um, and, and I have to say, Forza Horizon 5, um, I am going to finish my review of it this weekend uh, just because it is the best racing game i've ever played and i i have to do it justice holy crap uh yeah it is it is a ridiculously good game and is actually now on my game of the year contender list so it is is, i have a feeling it'd be on mine too if i was playing it it, it took my already high Mm. expectations for it and just completely blew them away so uh Mm -hmm. look forward to that i'll have the review out monday (laughs) um but what i do recommend is you can play this game in your browser if you just subscribe to game pass which is like 12 (laughs) dollars. and at this point i would say just spend the 12 bucks and play it that way until you can get the series x because trust me it is that damn good that you don't want to be missing out on it I mean, I, I know you're right, but at the same time, wouldn't it be best to have my first experience with this game be on my, you know, LGCX, you know, and in, in full? If that 4K? first experience was able to come in the next three weeks, then I'd say sure. But if yeah. it can't, I would say you're you're better yeah. off doing it now when the community is vibrant and everybody is playing because of the seamless multiplayer and how well that works. Sure. Then it's better sure. to hop in 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 a kind of pseudo compromised way than it is to wait like six months. To, to get sure. or, or well, however long hopefully there's a there's a middle ground there i don't think it'll take me six months i still think i'll be able to pick one up within the next couple of months maybe just not this month like i was originally intending to but i'm still trying before the end of the year for sure nice mm. okay well if it's before yeah. the end of the year i'd say you're you're probably better off waiting mm. but i mean you're gonna pick up game pass anyway yeah <laughs> so, I, that's true. true i'm gonna get game pass for sure when i get an xbox yeah and by the way hell's a poppin saying didn't know ash was a forza guy i'm an arcade racer guy so that includes forza horizon not big on forza motorsport personally i'm not into the sim side of things as much but arcade racers in my veins how many veins do you need i will never get tired of arcade racers nice yeah, yeah. i mean microsoft has a has a really good holiday lineup uh set up i know we were talking earlier uh turn-based about uh, your your woes trying to find a PS5. Have you tried to pick up a Series X, or do you have one, or or what's your thoughts on the latest Xbox? I, 
I haven't really had felt the need to want to pick up an Xbox just quite yet. I've been wanting to get a PS5 because you know there's Demon Souls and there's Ratchet and Clank, there's Miles Morales. There's like already a huge right. list of games for me. As of right now, Xbox really just has Halo and then potentially Forza. So, but yeah, there hasn't really been too many things interesting me on Xbox quite yet. But I'm pretty that's sure we'll get there eventually. So, nice. yeah, that's that's all. That's kind of been my thing with Xbox always is like. They get me intrigued by certain games, but just not enough to actually pick up a console. And Game Pass is making it the, probably the most tempting it's ever been, but I, I still haven't quite pulled that trigger, uh, especially because a lot of stuff is available on PC as well. Yeah. Um, so it makes it less, you know, likely yeah. for me to do that. That said, uh, console-wise, it is kind of impressive how basically ever since the release of Ratchet & Clank, Sony's been kind of silently doing their releases for the yeah. second half of the year, and Xbox is just sort of like, all right, you got Ratchet and Clank, cool, here's Psychonauts, here's and all the rest. And it's like kind of picking up that drop ball. I gotta which... I gotta say though, I'm really impressed with how well Microsoft suppressed the news that Psychonauts also was on PS5. Like, like they, they really did a good well, job. P- of that. PS4, yeah, because yeah, Well no, it's the... it's on PS5 now too. It got, Wait, it just got a PS5 update. Yeah. Oh, which wow. means I might need to just get that instead of playing it on Xbox because I dearly <laughs> want to play that game. Yeah. I dearly Damn. want to play it. Yeah, see, nobody knows about it because Microsoft has been yeah. so good at choking out news from any of their developers releasing games on anything other <laughs> than the Xbox. Like, think about, um, like, where was all the hype for Deathloop? Like, it turned out to be uh, one of the best games of the year, according to a lot of critics. But man, you didn't hear about it. You barely like Bethesda's like, can we make an accolades trailer up to it? And they stopped. (laughs) Yeah. I would be curious to know how the PS five update compares to playing it natively on a series X. Like, that's what I would like to know. Obviously. Yeah. Like obviously the quality mm. differential, the gap has been narrowed, but by how much is my curious. That said, I, you know, (laughs) obviously the original Psychonauts Xbox was the best way to play that game. Um, yeah, but I didn't have an Xbox, but I picked up the PS2 version and I still really enjoyed it on that PS2 version. So I'm like, I don't feel like you lose too much that too much that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this, this generation has been interesting. I feel like Psychonauts two is probably, it, well, no, I know because I've played Psychonauts two. It's not like a super, uh, visually impressive game on the series X, uh, you know, by design, it feels like it's not like the, the art style feels very similar to the original on Xbox. It's just not like a, it doesn't push the hardware in any meaningful way. I think you could do 120 FPS on series X possibly, but mm-hmm. in a game like Psychonauts, I don't really notice or really care that it's at a super high frame rate. Um, but it is a fun game. I think it's worth trying, but I imagine that the difference between PS5 and Series X would be negligible at best. Uh, right. The hardware, they're, okay. they're both so close to each other, so I, I can't yeah. imagine one having like, yeah. a distinct advantage over the other. Um, well, what, one thing I am coming to, to, re- to learn reading the patch notes is it's still very much, it's still ru- running as a PS4 game. They've just made improvements for it. Oh. when you're playing on a ps5 but it's not that was being treated as a native ps5 release it's still being treated as a ps4 game that's just better on ps5 oh okay so Which similar to like fine. what last of us last of us Two horizon yeah or horizon yeah right God, exactly I need, to, yeah. I need to play those again i went back to horizon on pc and it was just not in a great place so i think i'm gonna no, play, play it on ps5 use that 60 fps update it's it's pretty nice 
Nice. I really want to do. I want to play Frozen Wilds on PS5. I never played Frozen Wilds. I got to do that before. I'm uh, almost there. I, I I'm so close. I'm about to reach the final mission, and then I'm gonna go off and do Frozen Wilds, and then I'll finish off the game. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I've started to play games for Game of the Year, and so I'm trying to like really catch up on stuff that came out this year <laughs> uh, that I haven't yeah. played Luck. yet. So I, I probably won't get to Horizon this year. Uh, or for or Jesus Christ, Horizon, 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 not Forza Horizon, just Horizon. I probably will not get to that this year. <laughs> yeah. But but hopefully soon. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at with it. But anyway, uh, with that, we have reached the end of today's news. Uh, so before we go, my friend, Turnbased, Dylan, a.k.a. Turnbased, uh, just to remind our friends in the audience here, where can they find you and the cool stuff you're doing? Yeah, I stream on Twitch at uh, Twitch. Uh, turn based, uh, turn underscore based at Twitch.tv. That's T U R N underscore B A S three D at Twitch.tv. Uh, I mainly have been streaming Smash Brothers, but we just added Mario Kart into the mix. Now we're doing Mario Kart Mondays, but we kind of developed a small little Smash community, and we welcome anyone with open arms. We just like to have fun, play Smash, play other games, play Mario Kart now, but just be silly and just have a good time. So nice. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. And like, like I said earlier, if you enjoy what we do here at Good Vibes Gaming and then just kind of the, the energy of, of what we do and the good vibes and the positivity, Turnbase does all of that in his own streams as well. So if you love what we do here, you should absolutely be subbed to Turnbase on Twitch. So many good vibes, so much positivity, yeah, uplifting really energy. It's great. So, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hell yeah. Man. No problem. But thank you for being on the show. It's been an honor, man. Thank you. We'll oh, have you my back. Honor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank you. Uh, real quick before we leave, Hunter J with a five dollars super chat coming in right under the <laughs> under the uh, cutoff here says uh, thoughts on YouTube removing the dislike counter. Eh, like, I mean, I don't typically use the dislike button. No, yeah, but I, it is the one thing is it is useful for um, videos to be like saying, "Hey, this thing is this thing," and it's actually not. That's that's yeah. what I've always found to be the most useful. It's like, yeah. oh, it's a troll video, uh, and it's a good way to voice your displeasure. But of course, that it's uh, very easy for that to become toxic as well. So it's mm -hmm. it, 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 it's a loss in a, in, a, in a way, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's for the best. I don't know. It goes both ways. Yeah, well, I, so, I feel like YouTube they took away our one and only option to show companies about like certain changes that they'll make to video games. For example, they took our only option away. Yeah, to let these companies yeah. know like, hey, we don't like this. So and it's kind of funny that like they just removed it publicly, but like you can still see how many dislikes you got on in the YouTube. So you can right you can show it to them. You can show your displeasure, but uh, they don't have to. Have they don't have to acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I will I will say this. Um, it, it wraps. It, it comes up with another thing I want. I was going to bring up at the very end of the show, right before we leave. Uh, but our good friend Arlo did a video on the dislike button, and if you want to hear what I think are some great nuanced thoughts on it, go watch his video because he did a great yes. job with that. And he, he, he summed up the entire like complex issue succinctly and in an entertaining way. So uh, I'll yeah. have more to say about our good friend Arlo here at the bottom of the show. But um, yeah, with that, yeah, it's time you. for us to say goodbye. Uh, so uh, you know that we couldn't make this show happen without the, without the support of y'all. It means the world to us. You guys... Uh, make this whole wild crazy adventure that we're on possible and I just want to tell you that I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart whether you're subbed on Patreon whether you're just subscribed here on YouTube or you just drop in from time to time and chat with us it all means the world to me uh, but we do have to give a special thank you 
to our patrons at the producer tier and above. Y'all are growing in size every episode, it feels like. And I cannot be more proud of the community that we've put together, uh, the producers that have helped, uh, you know, keep the lights on for us. Uh, You guys are awesome. I love you all so much. Uh, But I do have to give an extra special thank you to our patrons at the executive producer tier and above. And those fine folks include Brandon Bovia, Rob Arman X, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octopuppet, Richard Herrera, Michaelphone, The D Pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Romsky 113, Critter XD, Kitty Kong Facts, Angel Martinez, Vedron Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Evernight Studio, Benny Yao, Azran 127, Black King, Pagrema, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Shomix, Andrew Medeiros, Oram M, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, The Legend of Groose, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Deaneth, Kota, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hubie, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Reoner, Ditto M, Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy Pandotter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, My Mom, Hi Mom, Kotar Peck, Scuff196, Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior29, DJ Jersick, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Town Darling, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Jeff Ed, Twilord, Maddie, Stagnasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, Santi the Person, Brandon Hesse, or Brendan Hesse, Hustlebun, Noah Fitterer, Rizemon, Calvin Atkinson, Tiffany Thomas, Hinaru77, and finally, Jessica Toad. Woo! Woo! All right, y'all. Well, thank <laughs> you so much for watching. Remember, you too can become a patron over at patreon.com slash gvgaming, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can get into our exclusive Discord where we have the best community on the entire internet. Uh, $5 and up gets you additional benefits. I Feel free to go check those out. Again, patreon.com slash gvgaming for more info there. And we are inching ever closer to being able to give away one of these. That's a Nintendo Switch OLED model. Uh, We just recently passed 70,000 subscribers. Thank you all so much for joining us on this journey. We are less than 5,000 away from giving away a free Nintendo Switch OLED to one of you out there watching right now. All you got to do is be subscribed to GVG when we hit 75K and you are automatically eligible to win a free Nintendo Switch OLED courtesy of us. And I did want to uh, thank our good friend Arlo who recently asked folks in his community uh, to show us their love and subscribe to us. It it happened. Yes. It all came out. So if you're new, Seriously. if you're thank from you Arlo's channel, thank much. you so much. Uh, Arlo thank is you. is an amazing friend and ally of the channel. Hopefully I looked and I'm will... like, what the heck happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. Uh, so, and it happened the week of our uh, the week of our one year anniversary. Even better. So absolutely. thank you. 
so much. And by the way, the Switch OLED that you can win is not the one Steve was holding. No, the yeah, it's a brand new one without my fingerprints on Don't it. worry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just don't have the box right here, and I'm hosting, so I couldn't right. walk away and go grab it. But trust me, Switch OLED, it's under my bed, actually. <laughs> brand new in the box. Nice. Uh, if you want it signed, whatever. 75K, we'll talk about how that's going to happen. But again, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, make sure to subscribe to GVG. We, we have a lot more planned for our second year. There's a lot of exciting stuff coming. But for now, we've got to head over to our patron-exclusive post-show. Again, if you'd like to find out more about how to join us there, patreon.com slash gvgaming. Uh, but until next time, folks, good night and good vibes. Bye, everyone. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs>